Hey, Redheads and everyone else listening, I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian, and we are so excited because today's topic is all about curly hair. And Stephanie and I naturally have curly hair. It comes from our Italian side of the family. Our dad. And it's like really, really curly. Like my hair, this is Adrian, is really curly. And so I have really loved my curly hair throughout my recent years. You've embraced years. it. I've really embraced it. My husband loves it. Um, oh, I don't necessarily nice. like, I know, <laughs> I don't necessarily wear it all the time because I love to put my fingers through my hair and like I love a good blowout. I like I love the and we get keratin hair. But it's really a journey to love your curly hair just the way that you find that you need to love your red hair. Exactly. And I feel like it was a double whammy for me and I always really loved my red hair, but I kind of didn't like my curly hair. And like I spent like so much money on like straightening it. And like even now, sometimes I'll get keratin. But Stephanie and I, we've done many videos on this. We love keratin for the frizz, but we really do like wave and like a feel in our hair and like the volume is nice. So we have really the perfect guest on. We're so excited to talk to her. Her name is Michelle Breyer. She is the co-founder of NaturallyCurly.com. And I specifically have such a connection to this website because I don't know if you remember stuff, but when we were first starting HowToBeARedhead.com, one of Stephanie's best friends, Laura, who was a newscaster now in Virginia, we were over her house and her sister, Laura's sister, Daniela, has really curly hair. She does. And we're like, oh, we're, we're starting this website called HowToBeARedhead.com. We're so excited. And she's like, oh, it reminds me of NaturallyCurly.com. I don't remember that. You know, mm-hmm. I, re- I vividly remember her being like, it reminds me of NaturallyCurly.com. And I love that website because it talks about all the different types of curly hair because you can be on different spectrums of curls and like what products are the best. And I thought, isn't that interesting that curly hair, which I guess is a niche market. It is. But... It's a very loyal niche market because there's so and many people with curly hair. And it's a huge yeah. niche market. Yeah. And we've worked with naturallycurly.com throughout the years on how to be a redhead because they're both very interesting markets because a lot of redheads have curly hair and a lot of curly haired people on naturallycurly.com are redheads. And there's really like this connection. A lot of redheads have frizz. Um, a lot of redheads feel like, oh my God, my hair is never going to be tamed and like definitely use the lion emoji all the time. And so we're just really pumped to talk with her about like how she started Naturally Curly, her, you know, her own hair journey because she has beautiful curly hair. Um, and basically, I I know Stephanie and I really wanted this episode to be all about confidence. We wanted redheads to tune in if you have curly hair and really see kind of the journey on how she loved her curly hair, what you can do, product recommendations, and how to really rock it, rock it like a redhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's call her up. Guess what, redheads? The H2 Bar Box is now offering a deluxe version of the Beauty Box sent out four times a year in addition to the monthly box. You now have two options for enjoying the beauty subscription box for redheads. The monthly box is worth $80 plus, and the deluxe quarterly box is worth $250 plus. Each and every product is Redhead Friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. This is Michelle. Michelle, hey, it's Adrian and Stephanie Vendetti of howtobearedhead.com. 
Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? It's such a pleasure to talk to you. Well, thank you so much for um, reaching out. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I'm. It's an honor to be on your podcast. Oh, so. thank you. We were just sharing a story about how we were on NaturallyCurly.com way before we started How to Be a Redhead. So, um, as both curly-haired girls, we want to thank you for creating the platform. Oh, thank you. Well, um, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are thankful for the platform that you've created too. So, um, you know. Got to be out there, you know, fighting for. for yeah. you know, like, <laughs> we get it. Like we you, know, you know, yeah. like they're going through what you're going through. Yeah. Right. Definitely. It's all about the connection. So um, to kick it off, talk to us about your hair journey and what it was like growing up with curly hair. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, when I was growing up, uh, gosh, there was no knowledge about curly hair at all. It was even even though half the population had curly hair. There were no products. Um, stylists did not know how to work with curly hair. Um, it was something that you kind of were ashamed of and that you fought. Like nobody really embraced their curly hair. So I, um, my mother cut my hair into a pixie for most of my, um, you know, first, you know, 10 years of my life. And us too. You know, us too. <laughs> Horrible photos growing up. Horrible. Yeah. She thought it was very cute. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm sure it was, she had straight hair. My sister had straight hair. So it was what she knew. Um, when I was in middle school, I started wanting, you know, to have hair like my friends. And so I would brush it, which is, you know, absolutely not something you do with curly hair. And so that kind of earned me the nickname, um, Bozo from my, uh, you know, the kids in my junior high school class, the boys. And so that, that that really like improved my self image incredibly. So my um you know my hair was a big part of my uh you know the way I perceived myself growing up because it just wasn't acceptable. You know like the girls who were you know the pretty girls had the straight hair and curly hair was like something that you know everybody wanted to fix or hide. And hair is such a part of your identity and um you know curly hair especially because it's something that you've feel like you have no control over can be uh, su- such a frustrating thing to deal with. So, yeah. you know, most of the time I was, um, you know, in middle school and high school, it was something that I really, you know, thought, you know, through trying to straighten it and blow it out and, you know, lots of hairspray and whatever else. But, um, you know, I wanted to have hair like all my friends that, that feathered and, you know, did all the things that their hair did. But um, so anyway, it was, you know, not an easy time growing up. I think it's a much different time today for sure. (laughs) Right. And what have you learned from your journey in building Naturally Curly? Well, that, um, you know, strength comes in, in numbers, you know, that when you, it really was a grassroots movement. And I think that, you know, people were sick of waiting for someone else to tell them, you know, you're attractive or we're going to find the solution for you. So they, so people created their own solutions. And I think it was kind of a lesson for me that, um, you know, like don't let somebody else dictate what is beautiful or how you should look, you know, you, we have the power to make that decision ourselves. And, um, and I think that's probably the most 
powerful thing that I've learned. Yeah. So I did, I did, um, Stephanie and I were talking cause we were looking at your picture and your bio before and we're like, what do you do with your hair? Like when you get out of the shower or what, what do you do? That's like your secret for great curls. Well, you know, every day is a, a different adventure. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, get that. I think yeah. the thing of, yeah, I don't think that, um, you know, any two days are exactly alike just because humidity and, um, you know, there's so many different factors, but I found the thing that works best for me is, you know, apply, well, first of all, get a really good haircut. I mean, I think that's, mm. that's the most important thing that you can do. And I think that we're living in a time now where there's so many more people who know how to cut curly hair and love to cut curly hair. So that's, that's wonderful. And it's pretty easy to find a, a good stylist in almost any city now. Definitely. And um, do you, you get know, dry cuts or not? Well, um, I've gotten both. The last one I got was a dry cut. Um, it was called a Rizzo cut, and I really loved it. It was a woman um, who is out of New Jersey. And so it's kind of a combination of a little bit of a wet and a dry cut. But I've gotten good wet cuts and good dry cuts. But this is probably one of my favorite cuts I've ever gotten mm. because it made my hair a little bit fuller. Um and it's, you know, kind of ironic because I think I spent most of my life trying to make my hair like contained and smooth. And now I want it like big, 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 you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I think age that you're like, a, yeah, exactly. Well, I and I just think big, big curls are so beautiful. And, um, you know, it just kind of makes me realize what a waste, waste of time that was all those years trying to keep it contained. But um, anyway, I, I find that you know, applying styling products like either in the shower or when your hair is soaking wet definitely is the best way to make sure that it is kind of evenly distributed and, and that it, um, and and adding a lot of water. That's a new tip that someone just taught me. Like, like while you're styling. Yeah. As you're, as you're, um, putting in the styling product, like adding more water to it, um, seems to help it, you know, distribute more, more evenly. And, um, so that, that's just something in the last, you know, like month that I learned. Um, and then I kind of let it, then I scrunch it with a microfiber towel. And if I have time, I kind of let it dry naturally. And then at the end, I'll, I'll, um, dry it with a diffuser. Cause I find that that gives me really defined curls mm. and, and more volume. So, um, and I like, you know, like, Again, I like more volume, but, um, you know, so that's, that's kind of the, the routine that works well for me, but, you know, you add a little bit of humidity and, 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 you know, (laughs) you just kind of have to, I guess the, the lesson is you just kind of have to embrace whatever it's going to do that day and not expect it to look, you know, one way or another, you know, just kind of appreciate all of its, you know, kind of <laughs> craziness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we always say like red hair is more than a color; it's a lifestyle. But curly hair is definitely a lifestyle because it. Changes. Oh, totally, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. And I and I think it's a bonding thing too because I think curly girls and probably uh, I'm sure redheads too. You see another redhead, you see another curly girl, and you totally bond. You know that you have experienced a lot of the same things and probably. Um, felt the same way about your hair and, and now, um, you know, you've learned 
I think there's a strength that comes because you've learned to to embrace it and see it as a asset rather than something, um, you know, to be fought and to, you know, to hide. Right, right. And I, you know, as we're speaking to, I wanted to ask you because Stephanie and I have obviously we've, we've built how to be a redhead now for eight years and we were reading. Wow. Congratulations. About, oh, thanks. And we were reading about, about naturally curly and how it started in 1998. And so it's been, you know, way a, before social media. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so we there just, were no influencers. Yeah. There were no influencers. Like I, I, I believe like it wasn't very uh, common to just like be on your computer, like looking up websites. So I feel like you were really ahead of your time and both you and your and you have a co-founder as well so how has that journey been like are you like has it changed I'm sure it's changed a lot but are you so proud that you did it when you look back and you like you gave this voice to a lot of people oh I'm yeah I I think I'm kind of even more um proud now just because of the fact that I realize um how dramatically different the world is today and how we had a big impact on that, you know, that we kind of helped um, set the the foundation for what's happening today. You know, like we helped create kind of this um, kind of critical mass of people to feel good about their hair and for stylists to want to learn how to work with curly hair and for brands to, to realize that, you know, there's a huge market and that they, you know, were kind of inspired to create products for curly hair. So, I, I'm, you know, feel incredibly kind of humbled and proud of, of you know, what we were a part of. Like, the, it really was like a grassroots effort that was happening, kind of everyone doing their own part, like lots of different people who contributed to um, creating, you know, like this curl culture that we have today. And, you know, like, I think we were a part of it, but we were just one part of it. So, um yeah, it's it's pretty you know, it's it's pretty incredible to think of the right. world today and the way it was back then and and yeah, I I feel pretty pretty happy that I was a part of it. <laughs> and what about product evolution? Like there must have been like such have you seen like the products get better and better and better? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like dramatic, dramatic. I mean, like you used to have to kind of make do like find things that weren't necessarily for curly hair and like kind of mix your own, you know, concoctions. And now like there's whole sections of stores, you know, like you can find, right. Yeah. I mean, like it's almost overwhelming now because there's so many options. And so, um, you know, whenever I'm giving advice to people who are just, you know, maybe just trying to start embracing their curls, it's like, you know, like just start slowly. You like, you don't have to figure it out all at once. Experiment try different products, try different techniques, you know, like you don't have to, it'll probably take time to figure out um, what your hair's personality is and and what works for it and what doesn't work for it and what ingredients your hair likes and what ingredients your hair doesn't like. It's so true. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a journey, you know, like it's a. Yeah. Adriel and I were just um, talking really recently about the shampoo and conditioner that we received from a company and I think it has, um, I don't know what it has in it, but I don't know the brand of it, but it works really well for Adrian's curls. But for mine, I'm a little bit more on the wavy or side of things and it just makes my hair look really greasy. So when you just mentioned that, it reminded me of how, you know, 
that shampoo and conditioner works great for Adrian. Her hair's thicker, whereas mine, it does not work for at all. Well, and it's funny because there's, um, you know, what I found is porosity um, has as much to do with how my hair behaves Mm -hmm. as uh, my my curl pattern. And sometimes I may have more in common with somebody with either a really tight texture or maybe somebody with a looser texture, depending on their porosity. Um, But yeah, I, you know, in our, in the naturally curly office, there would be maybe five people who had hair identical, but there may be only like a handful of products that all of us liked. Right. You know, like that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And people like their hair to do different things. Like some people like it to be, to be kind of a, a crunchier curl and some people like a looser curl. And, you know, like, so I think everybody has, um, you know, like their own kind of likes and dislikes. Yeah. So there's, there's no to... one solution for everyone. No, of course. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We know. Yeah. Um, when it comes to products, what is your, what are your go-tos now? I guess it must change a lot. You must get a lot of products sent to you. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, one of my favorites, you know, and it's still one of my favorites, and it's not even for curly hair. It's a, a cream gel that's by Paul Mitchell called uh, Fast Form. It's um, the Express line. It's in a white bottle, and it's it's a cream gel. And I find that Ooh. cream gels are are my favorite because they have moisture and they also have hold. So for for my three B curls, that's kind of the ideal product type. Okay, and you apply it. Obviously, after cleansing your soaking hair, wet. and you oh, soaking wet. Okay, do you try after you towel dry your hair? No, no, no. always before. Yeah, because oh, um, I didn't know that. Because then the um, curls have a better chance of clumping together. Once once I towel dry it, um, I tend to break up the curls, and so I want to put the styling product in before um, I scrunch it, and I and I'll scrunch in like I'll put it in soaking wet and then I'll take the towel and and I'll kind of scrunch it in and and that helps kind of the curls form. Wow, that's a great tip. See, learn something new every day. <laughs> I feel like yeah. when it comes to beauty, I'm always, you know, we're always learning new things. Are you what's your thoughts on the no poo? Um well, you know, it's so funny now because it's so um you know, I'd say every brand now has a uh, kind of a sulfate-free cleanser. Right. I need, I cannot use only a no-poo. Like, I I need to use a clarifying shampoo at least probably once every two weeks. So, I and, I and I found that is probably true of a lot of people with curly hair, especially if you use a lot of different types of um, styling products, because you, I need to get the buildup out. Exactly. So, um I don't like, you know, heavy detergent shampoos, but I also uh, can't just use a sulfate-free cleanser. Right. And do you, do you wash your hair a lot? Adrian and I were just talking about this because Adrian can go like 10 days. I love a no poo. Oh, my God. I'm so envious. Yeah. <laughs> do you wash well, your hair Well, I lot? do a lot of yoga, yeah. a lot of hot yoga. Same and here. so I may not wash it every day, but I, I'll probably like at least go in the shower and condition it. Yeah, so this is Stephanie speaking. I do hot yoga maybe five times a week, um, sometimes six. What do you – and I feel 
like I'm always, I'm washing my hair more, especially now that it's obviously more humid out and hot. Do you have any tips for someone who's listening if they are working out a lot and how to kind of prevent having to wash it so much? Well, it or just do depends do? on, um, I, I, I'm, I'm the bun queen. Yeah. <laughs> I wear a bun a lot. Nothing like a bun, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think sometimes during the summer, especially when it's hot and humid and you are working out a lot, that's probably the least damaging to your hair. And, um, you know, I think maybe just wet it and condition it and don't cleanse it. I think that's one of the best things you can do. Okay. Maybe but, I should um, try that. You know, like, yeah. Um, you know, I'm always, I, I have to admit I'm envious when I see people in my yoga class who like they walk in and they have like, you know, straight silky hair and yeah, I know their hair mean. looks exactly <laughs> the same walking out as it yeah. does walking in. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. You said that I was leaving class last week and I was walking to my car and this girl was in front of me who attended class and she had stick straight hair and she just let it out of her hair, of her bun and it was perfectly straight. I mean, she obviously yeah. sweated a little bit, but I looked at her and I, I, I'm so, you know, going back to like how we started, how to be a redhead and I've come to really, you know, love who I am and my hair, but I looked at her and I was like, damn you. <laughs> I know <laughs> you can, ex- you can embrace your hair and still have a little bit of envy, you know, like I still exactly. I'll always, yeah, I'll always feel a little bit envious that it just seems easier. It you know, does. Like, and that they can take it out and, you know, swing their hair around. And, it, yeah, right. that will never be me. Right. And I've never. come to peace with it. But it doesn't mean I'm not envious sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I have a really good friend in New York City, and she's a Pilates instructor. And she has stick straight hair. And she's always telling me that she wishes that she had more volume and able to hold a curl. And so I think, you know. People want what they don't People have. want. Exactly. That's yeah, and I and I think uh, you know the one thing I I can say now, um, you know, my hair is is such a part of my identity, and it it's yeah. a it, it's a wonderful part of my identity, and I you know I wish I could have appreciated it much earlier in my life um, because it now I see the beauty of it, but um, you know better I guess better late than never, and and I'm glad like my daughter um, she totally embraces her curly hair. That's so great. She has, um, yeah, and she's does, never has wanted to straighten it. And so, you wow. know, I feel like that may be kind of the biggest gift that I gave is, you know, creating, helping create, you know, kind of a, a world, a culture where we do see curly hair as being beautiful and, you know, like that, that it is something that we can, we can see as an asset. Yeah, yeah. So naturally curly, we feel like the beauty of it obviously is the community and that people who like, you know, they they don't really love their hair, they're able to go to naturally curly social media now, even the website and be like, wow, maybe I really do love my curly hair. It's just that I need to do this, this and this to make it a little bit better here, better there. Um, So for the redheads listening in who have curly hair and they haven't embraced their curls yet, what suggestion would you give to them to jump in and start loving it? Well, a couple of things. First of all, um, I would check out our um, salon finder to find a stylist in their area because I do feel like that's indispensable. Like Mm -hmm. somebody who loves curly hair and loves working with curly hair because that can make 
such a difference in, in terms of, you know, like how your hair reacts to everything. Like a good haircut can can be life-changing. And then um, we have a quiz on the site which can help you figure out your your texture type, not just your curl type, but also your porosity and your density. And that can really help you figure out like what styles, what products will work best for you. I would say do the quiz and then just like start experimenting, you know, just start playing around, um, you know, really dive into all the YouTube videos and things out there. And there's so many great tips out there. There's so many uh, ideas that I wish had existed when we started. Mm-hmm. But um, like when I was growing up, you know, just to see that inspiration and, and get all those ideas, I think, you know, again, be patient, but experiment. And 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 your stylist, finding that right stylist is going to be, you know, kind of essential for you. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I definitely agree. Haircuts too. everything. It it like, re- it's it, a game changer. It is. It's like, it's and if almost... you see somebody walking down the street whose hair you like, don't be afraid to go up to them and ask them. You know, like curly girls love to help each other. Great, great and... tip. Yeah, it's, it's such a community. It is. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for all of your time. And we're so thankful again that you created Naturally Curly and the platform it is today and what it has been since you started in 1998. So thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you, and congratulations on what you've created. It's it's amazing. Oh, thank you so much for your time, and we'll be in touch. Okay. Bye. Right. Okay, bye. bye. Guess what, Redheads? The H2Bar Box is now offering a deluxe version of the Beauty Box sent out four times a year in addition to the Monthly Box. You now have two options for enjoying the beauty subscription box for redheads. The monthly box is worth $80 plus, and the deluxe quarterly box is worth $250 plus. Each and every product is redhead-friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. Love the empowerment. Love the confidence. And the community. And it goes back to what we said where the communities out there – with our redhead community, with the curly hair community on naturallycurly.com, I think that it's just really important, especially this day and age with everything on social media, especially young kids. The fact that she said that her daughter loves and embraces her curls, I think shows itself how important these communities are and how they build empowerment, how they build confidence. And I wish as a young girl that we embraced our curls and don't you? Yeah. Are you kidding? Did you used to brush yours? Oh my God. I actually, <laughs> I, I, think... I, I know I never, I, I, I don't want to think... throw mom under the bus <laughs> by saying she never brushed our hair. Well, I think, th- no, she used to try to brush her hair, but I have a vivid memory. I don't know if you remember Stephanie, but you came to see me at my locker in high school. I remember exactly where we were. At LaSalle? Yeah. And there was this girl with stick straight blonde hair, like two two doors down two two lockers down and she was there mid-class just brushing it what and, and you said to me can you imagine <laughs> just being able to brush your hair in the middle of the day and so I thought it was funny when she brought up brushing because I thought that's someone who really knows curly hair like yeah. you can't brush it throughout the day <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing that as a young girl but no. what's so crazy for everyone who's listening this is so bizarre and I don't know if it's happened to any other people but my hair was stick straight as a young girl. Stick straight. 
Until. Until I hit puberty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I didn't even hit puberty. It was like in <laughs> middle school. It just turned, like, it just turned. It just turned curly. Yeah, and that is crazy. It's true. My hair was always curly. And then now, now we get keratin. We don't get Brazilian because I don't want that stick straight look. But I brought it up to my doctor a couple of years ago. And the doctor I had in New York City said he'd be really surprised if once that time comes when we, I have children, if my hormones will go back to how it was when I was younger. Oh, that would be. But I, I love my that, curls. I'm going to say that's not going to happen to you. I don't know why. But I don't even care. I love my <laughs> I love my curls now. And that's why we had to do an episode on this, because I think it's important that we show our audience that we love our curls. Mm-hmm. Your curls are beautiful, Adrian. And if you're. If you have our How to Be a Redhead book, there is a beautiful section on Adrian's curls. And Kira, our hairstylist, we had her on earlier this season talking about human design and everything. She did the hair on our photo shoot. And Adrian's hair looks like Marita from Brave. It is gorgeous. I do. I really love it. Um, I just have a lot of hair. So when it's like curly like that, it feels really heavy. Well, and it's all about what Michelle said, managing it, finding what products work for you using a diffuser, not using a diffuser, like the whole tip on stepping out of the shower and wetting your hair, that's life-changing. I mean, making sure it's wet. So I think, um, yeah, I think if you're going to rock it and own it, your red hair, rock and own your curls too. Yeah. So want to help us spread the news about the How to Be a Redhead brand in this podcast? Give us a five-star review and tell your friends, redheads, and everyone else to subscribe. You can listen to this podcast directly on howtobearedhead.com, on Apple iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to look at the podcast notes to find links with products mentioned and so much more. Rock it like a redhead. redhead.